Thanks for listening to this Arrow FM podcast shared on accessmedia.nz with the support of New Zealand On Air. Hey, hey, beautiful people and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to level up. Here I cover all things personal development, mindset, healing, spirituality, and manifesting your most abundant and impactful life. All done with a massive dose of real talk and an open book policy, because who is time for superficial chit-chat? Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing you, and thank you for showing up when it would be way easier to watch Netflix. Let's get into it. Oh, and don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram at TheMonicaFerguson. Hey, hey, beautiful people, Monica Ferguson here and welcome to this week's episode of World Domination, which incidentally I am recording from the comfort of my bed, Uh, a point that I feel (laughs) is significant based on the content of this episode, right, which is just do it. Now this episode is going to be tough love. I know, I hear you say, what mon? You mean the others weren't tough love? <laughs> Look, they're all tough love in a, in a roundabout way, okay? But this particular message is very targeted at those of you who are sitting on the fence, full of ideas, full of potential, knowing what you need to do and choosing not to do it right now, okay? So the reason I mentioned that I'm in bed is because there are no limits, right? I can record a podcast that goes all around the world in track pants and no bra, sitting on top of my bed, okay, so that's the first thing we're going to speak about, all right, excuses, (laughs) let's just get straight into it, so as you guys know, I always speak about awareness, the power of self-awareness, right, now with this comes radical self-love and radical self-compassion, because in order for us to actually sit and face and confront things and aspects about ourselves that we may not enjoy, we need to be able to look at ourselves without judgment, right? And this is where most people fall down. They go, oh, yeah, I'm struggling with this. That means that I am useless and stupid and everything that my mother said to me and I'll never be as good as my sister and I'm never going to overcome this. And, And we assign all these stories and meanings, right? which are not useful, unless we want to create more of that crap, which I'm guessing we don't, which is why we're here, okay? So for us to be able to sit with what's actually going on and simply observe it, like, okay, if I'm being really honest, I've been struggling with money for a long time. I've been struggling with my health for a long time. I seem to keep recreating these cycles and relationships. Why Why is it that I, you know, sabotage every friendship or whatever it is, Right? And to ask ourselves these questions with curiosity and just observe what's going on. Okay, this is the key. Now, before we can actually take action on these things that we know we should be doing but we're not doing, we need to first understand why. Because if we think about it, we know what we need to do, right? We know that if we exercise and eat well, we're going to feel good. We know that if we drink lots of water and sleep, you know, more than three hours a night, it's good for us. We know how to be kind to people, 
right? We know how to, that, that to have good relationships, we need to be open and we need to communicate and all these sorts of things. So why would we choose not to do those things that we know are good for us, that we know are going to get us the desired result? And here's the thing. That's why. Because if we did these things, we would get the thing that we wanted. Now, that might sound insane, okay, for a second. (laughs) But let me just back this up. A lot of us think that we have a fear of failure, right? A lot of people and every single client that comes through my door is like, oh, I don't want to fail. I'm afraid to fail. I don't want to try because I don't want to fail, okay? But what we fail to understand is that it's actually not a fear of failure that we have. Because imagine this, if you're actually afraid of failure, where would you run? As far in the opposite direction as you could go. If you're afraid of spiders, you don't run towards them. You run away from them. So if you're afraid of failure, you would run as fast as you possibly could towards success, right? But that's not what most of us do, right? And those that run towards success are successful, right? It's above a 1%. 99% of people are running from success, right? So if you're running from success, where do you run? Towards success failure. So if you're trying to fail and you're successful, then you've actually succeeded, right? Now this is really important to understand. And this is why I speak so much about the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Okay. Because the conscious mind only makes up 5% of our mind. The subconscious is 95% and it is driving our thoughts, our behavior, everything that we do. And it's quite primal, right? Its job is to keep us safe and alive. It does not care about if we are happy It cares about our safety. So it likes us in the familiar, in our comfort zone. So it makes sense that our subconscious mind would run from success because, hey, it's out of our comfort zone. It's the unknown, right? And if we haven't been successful before, our mind perceives it as potentially a threat because it doesn't know what's going to happen. It doesn't know what the risks are in that state of success or what the dangers are. It doesn't know how to protect us from a situation that we've never been in. Therefore, it is safer from a survival point of view that we stay where we are, even if where we are sucks, even if where we are right now is such a struggle and we're miserable. Our mind doesn't care about that. (laughs) If it's just left to its own devices, it will hold us where we are because it feels safer. Doesn't does not matter how depressed you are, how anxious you are, how broke you are, how lonely you are. It doesn't care. Okay. So we need to understand this, right? (laughs) Because these are the unconscious things that are happening all day, every day. So most people are horrified when they, they think that they're afraid of success, but then they start looking at it, right? And when we understand what's going on, then we have power. We have the option to choose something different. Okay, so awareness right let's actually start looking at our lives what are the what are the areas that we're struggling in right now what are our fears and what are our beliefs about ourselves do you actually believe that you are good enough that you are worthy definitely check out my episode from last week because I really go into this and the worthiness especially Because worthiness is impacting every single aspect of our life, right? If you don't feel worthy of love, you're going to push away anyone who's decent. 
if you don't feel worthy of success, of money, guess what? You're going to sabotage. Every time money comes in, you're going to find a way to get rid of it. Because it's unconscious, right? Now, this is why I geek out so much on the subconscious mind, you guys. Because because it's unconscious, we're making the unconscious conscious, which means we're bringing our power back. And that is so freaking exciting, right? So we've got awareness of what's been going on, and we're starting to understand that there are subconscious things at play. And this is really important because I find for every single person I've dealt with and myself on my own journey, the key changing factor, the thing that has amounted to the most you know, success, the most change, the biggest breakthroughs has been forgiveness of myself. And this is why I want everyone to understand how the subconscious mind works, right? Because so often we are so focused on things that have happened in the past, things that we have done in the past, areas where we feel like we have failed and we're punishing ourselves repeatedly. We're holding on to the past, we're dragging it into the present and into the future every single day. And then we're wondering why we don't feel good when we're literally our own biggest bully. Does that make sense? No, it does not. Okay, so when we understand that the subconscious makes up 95% of our mind, it's driving our behavior, right? We can start to look at things through a new lens. Because... This matters, all right, because the things that you are shaming yourself for and judging yourself for were simply an attempt by your subconscious mind to keep you safe. Okay, so for example, <laughs> where should I begin? Well, one of the the themes and patterns that I played out over and over and over again about a trillion times was in relationships, right? So I could meet someone very quickly and they would all be obsessed with me and you know big like big talk oh I want to marry you and where have you been all my life and you're so beautiful and you're so amazing and it would be very intense for a little while and then something would happen early on like within a month or so and it would end right and I would always be the one that would walk away but it was always for a reason right? Like, um, like I had a boyfriend who had a family drama and just didn't talk to me for three weeks. And so when he finally came back with a very average apology, I was just like, nah, not interested. Stuff like that, right? Um, but there was always something that would happen. They always had drama. There was always some reason why we couldn't be together. But then this was the interesting part. It would end and then I would feel a little bit sad and then I would feel relief, right? And then I'd spend a few weeks prioritizing myself, choosing myself, focusing on myself. I'd feel really good, really happy, and then I'd meet someone else and do it again. And what was happening, right, was that consciously, the 5% of my mind that was conscious was like, yeah, man, I really want to meet my future husband. Like, I'm so excited to, you know, have my best friend with me and to share all this stuff with someone. My subconscious was like, nope. <laughs> don't like that at all. Uh, don't like men. Don't feel safe. It's not safe to be vulnerable. It's not safe to let people close to you. Don't you remember, Mon, all the other men, all the men from your childhood, all these things that happen, all this abuse, all this trauma? 
it's not safe. You cannot let your guard down. So what would happen, right? Consciously, I would put myself in these situations of dating, of trying to be open, but subconscious mind always wins. It's 95% and responsible for your survival. So as long as my mind did not feel safe around men, I was never ever going to be able to create a situation that actually worked, right? So these are the cycles. Like, and I used to look back and, and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so worthless. No one loves me. No one wants me. Everyone leaves me. Everyone abandons me. It's because I'm nothing, right? And then I was like, is that actually true? And I started looking at these situations and I realized, you know, I had this story and this belief around everyone abandons me. But then I actually started looking at, the, at my track record and I realized I had left everyone. They don't leave me, I leave them. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is me. So AKA self-sabotaging, which is really self-protection, right? So in the first instance, I'd picked men who were never going to last, right? So because they weren't a risk. So I'd picked men that were like one of my friends lovingly pointed out to me four or five years ago. He was like, come on, you always pick the wounded ones or the broken ones. And I was like, oh, that hurts. And I'm like, that's true. And it's because my subconscious, right, which is seeking out more of the familiar, knows wounded men. It knows how to protect me in situations with men that are actually acting in a very feminine energy, very sort of passive, right? They... Those were the men that I grew up with. Those were the, you know, the men that all had some sort of trauma, some sort of wound. I had to go into nurture mode, protect mode. And so I would, my brain was very good at seeking them out, right? So that's why initially I'd meet and it would be this intensity um, because of my, my, it's my subconscious mind recognizing like, yes, this is familiar. And I used to think, oh, it's because it's the one. And then that happened a thousand times. I'm like, maybe it's not the one. Maybe it's actually a trauma response, right? So understanding that pattern and realizing that those old beliefs that I had around everyone abandons me and I'm worthless and all this kind of stuff is not useful and also not true, right? It is simply my subconscious mind trying to protect me. So I can now forgive myself. I can stop punishing myself. I can stop feeling like, oh, I'm too old and I should be here and I should have this by now, right? And start focusing on what I actually want and all the beautiful things that I am and that I bring to the table, right? And this is the power, right? Because you can imagine how different my life is now operating in an energy like that as opposed to one of being a victim to my circumstances. Because the thing is that when we're having the same experience over and over again, we are the common denominator, right? So just to recap, right? So first things first, awareness, we want to understand and be honest with ourselves about what's actually happening in our life. What are the re reoccurring patterns? What are the cycles that we're recreating that are not actually making us happy and feel good? What are the things that we need to admit to ourselves that we're avoiding right now? And how can we do that in the most loving way, right? That's the key. Just simply observing them without judgment without attaching a story or a limiting belief or a shameful comment okay so when we've got that to one side the next thing is that we then start to view it through the filter of how is my subconscious mind trying to protect me right now because it was 
those things all played out the way they did because there was a part of your mind that did not feel safe and it was trying to protect you. Beautiful. Okay, cool. That's why you're still here. Good work, brain. Good job, buddy. Okay. So now we're armed with this knowledge, right? Step three is we're going to actually decide what our direction is. What do we actually want now? Set some goals. Okay. Your mind can only have motivation with direction. I say this a thousand times a day because everyone says, ah, I've got no motivation, but I've also got no goals and I don't know what I want. It's like, well, then how can you have motivation if you don't even know what you want? Your poor brain is just running around in circles. And if you haven't given it a new direction, it has nothing to go off based on like, and you know, except for what you've had before. So your job is to be so clear on what you actually want. What is your focus? What is your new direction? What do you choose, right? Now, this goal-setting process, I have heaps of other podcasts on this, so I suggest that you scroll back. But I'm just going to say, set clear goals, specific with a time frame, okay? Because your subconscious mind is literal, And so you don't want to be vague about this stuff. And the example I always give is money, right? People say, oh, I want more money. Okay, so if you want more money and you find 20 cents on the floor in five minutes' time, technically, your brain has ticked that off for you, right? Your subconscious mind, boom, done, nailed it. So do you want 20 cents or do you want $2 million? Because the process is the same, This isn't luck. It's not, oh, I hope these things happen. Success is a practice, right? So why would you aim for 20 cents when you can aim for 2 million or whatever it is that you want, right? Whatever it is. And I use that just as an example, right? But it's the same with everything. I want um, better health. What is that? What does that mean? If you eat something green today, technically you've achieved that goal, right? So this is where you need to be so specific and clear about what you actually want because your subconscious mind is basically a giant filter, right? And so it is going to filter your reality for these experiences and to validate you. So the more that you focus on your desired health goals, your desired financial goals, the relationships you desire, the the school you want to open, the book you want to write, the, the travel you want to do, the business you want to start, the more that you focus on that, the clearer you get, the more specific, the more your mind is going to start moving in that direction, right? That's how it's programmed. That's how it's wired. So this matters, right? Having goals. So step one, we want to get aware. We want to get really clear, right? (laughs) We want to understand the role of the subconscious mind. Then we want to set goals, Now, this is the fun part, and this is the core theme of this episode, right? Which is doing it. (laughs) Just freaking doing the thing. Because here is what happens. So you set a goal. Now, let me just think of a goal that one of my clients is working on right now. $3 million, okay? So, So you've set a goal, and you've said, right... By the end of 2025, my business has generated $3 million, okay? 
Boom. Cool. Awesome goal. So what's going to happen is that anything that's not in alignment with that goal is going to start to present itself, right? Now, when I was studying, the way they talk about the mind, which <laughs> I think it's quite cute, and I see, I've never forgotten it. It's very effective. They talk about the conscious mind, so that 5% um, is the goal setter, and the subconscious part is the goal getter, right? So basically... The conscious part of your mind, so this part that's talking right now, that's doing all this stuff. So you say, boom, $3 million. Cool. Your subconscious mind, its job is to then figure out how, how to make that happen. So the more clear you are, the more consistent and the more focused you are. And so the more you're actually thinking about that goal, right? The more you're looking at it, the more you're talking about it, the more it's in your mind. Therefore, your mind is going to start practicing. Um, so there's a practice called generalize, distort, and delete. So what it does is it filters down your reality, right? So like to validate you. So this is amazing and it really shows us how powerful our thoughts, our words, our beliefs are because your mind doesn't care about what makes you happy, right? As we have established, it cares about what you tell it to. And it thinks that whatever you think about all the time is important. So if you constantly focus on how broke you are, how fat you are, how dumb you are, it's going to find more evidence of that for you. Generalize, distort, delete. It's going to literally look at everything that's going on in your life and it's going to pull those particular experiences out so that you see them. So what that means is if you're focusing on, I'm so broke, I'm so broke, I'm so broke, you could have, and you will, Right now, you could have a thousand opportunities around you to shift out of that into wealth. Steps to move you out of where you are. But as long as you are focused on broke, you can't see wealth, you can't see abundance, you can't see opportunity. Because your subconscious mind literally will not allow it. Right? It is filtering that out. So, of course, if you're sitting there and you think, oh, I'm so broke. See, look at all these bills. Look at all this debt. Look at all this darkness around me. Yeah, it's going to feel really dark. But what we need to understand is that with our thoughts and our focus, we can shift out of that so fast, right? So this is why setting the goal is very important. So boom, so you've got the goal, right? You've set the goal. You've set a positive goal, $3 million in, our, in this example, right? So... Your mind now is going to start filtering much better, right? It's going to start filtering. Instead of for brokenness, it's going to start filtering for abundance, for opportunities, for all the things, the resources that you need to get you there. And that might look like you might walk into a book a bookstore one day and suddenly want to buy this book. Everyone might start talking to you about a specific person and then you look that person up and they say something that triggers something. Like it could literally be anything, a sudden urge to quit your job and go and do something else, whatever. It's so different for everyone all the time, right? But your brain is going to start figuring out ways of getting you to your desired goal. That's how this works. Okay, so that is why we must have clear goals. Now, when that inspiration comes up though, this is where we must just do it. Even though it feels uncomfortable, even though it feels scary, even though we don't want to do it, right? So if you've set a health goal, <laughs> and as part of that goal, 
you know, you know that there are certain things that you need to do. Just do them, right? If there are, yeah, you like you want to start a business and you know, you feel really that you've got this gut feeling that you need to be writing blogs every day or starting a TikTok account or write, I don't know, writing a book or starting a podcast or hiring a coach or whatever that thing is, just do it, right? Because this is where most people fall down because it's scary, it's uncomfortable and people don't talk about this. Often you see, oh, look how successful I am. You know, people show the end result. They don't share the process. The process will make you squirm. It'll make you cry. It'll make you break down at times. That's why most people don't have success. They have average because it's safe. It's easy. Okay. So this is where you just have to do it, right? Yeah, it's scary. Do it anyway. What is the alternative? The same life you have right now. Would you be happy with that 20 years from now? Would you? You know? That's a serious thing to think about. Because it's going to take a minute for you to initially, you know, take the first step into something scary. And then guess what? You're a slightly braver, slightly more courageous, slightly elevated version of you than you were a minute before. It takes these small moments of courage. Send the email. Book the call. Right? Ask someone to do the thing. What is the, like, what is the worst that can happen? But also what is the best that can happen? And when we cycle this back to fear of success, this is also where we've got to put our money where our mouth is, right? Because we say we want success. But you know what would happen if we started doing these things that we feel like we need to do, that we know that we need to do? We would be successful. And that's why a lot of people start getting scared, right? And they start backing down simply because it's so out of our comfort zone. But this is where we must choose to do it anyway. Choose to do the things even though they feel scary. It's just fear, right? It's just fear. That's all it is. And it does not have power unless you give it, right? Because if you just got up and did that thing, if you just took little steps every day, you listen to those things within you that you know you need to be doing and you know what they are. You know better than anyone else. Just like I know for me the things, the next steps, I know what to do next, right? It is not a lack of knowledge that we have. It is a lack of courage. What you need is courage to do the things that you already know you need to do. You don't need someone to tell you what to do. And the very fact of looking externally for someone to tell you is actually self-sabotage, right? Because your way is different from everyone else's way. That's the whole point. Your path is different. So trust your own inner guidance, trust your own inner voice, and choose to move. Do the thing now. You know, and this is what I do with my clients is that once they've set their clear goals, I make sure that they do them. And they are not always happy about that in the moment. But you know what? I don't care. Because they need that little push to prove to themselves what they're capable of. And as they achieve that thing, with it comes a whole new level of confidence, of courage, of gratitude, of excitement. Because it's starting to get real, right? When you start getting a taste of your dreams actually coming to life, you cannot put a price on that, right? And just because we're uncomfortable in the moment doesn't mean we don't do it anyway, right? 
And I care way too much about people and their goals to let them stay in their comfort zone if what they really want is outside their comfort zone. And sometimes you just need someone to tough love you a little bit, right? That's what I'm doing here. So for all of you who are sitting there, you know exactly what you need to be doing, right? You've already got the awareness. You can choose right now to let go of any fear-based thinking, any shame, you know, any horrible stuff that you're saying to yourself. It doesn't need to be there. You can see it through this lens right now of understanding that it is your subconscious mind simply trying to protect you and keep you safe. And now you've set new goals. You've got a new vision. You've got a new focus. You're moving forward. So move. Take action. Take a step right now. And if you're really brave, which you better be after listening to this podcast, email me or message me on Instagram at the Monica Ferguson right now and tell me what is the thing you're going to do right now to move yourself forward. And I don't care if that is drinking a liter of water. If that's not something you would normally do and you're choosing to do that now, that is a step. And that's the thing. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. But that very act of taking that first step is telling your brain, hey, we're moving. We're not the same person we were anymore, right? So do it and let me know what it is. I'm so freaking proud of you guys. If you're still here, you guys are the 1%. You are. And so this is your loving reminder, right? You can do this. Just choose. Do it even though you're afraid. And I'm here to support you every step of the way. If you want some additional help, message. I've got one-on-one spots for coaching available. And I also have my self-study program, Untamed, which you can go and get on my website right now, which is going to take you through these steps in a lot more detail and help you understand how your mind works, what the resistance is that you've been facing, how to move forward, right? So that's there right now for you guys. But I'm so proud of you. Keep on keeping on, you legends. You're amazing. You're all doing great things. And I will see you next week. Ciao for now. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your key takeaways and aha moments from this episode. And I just want to remind you that you can do amazing things. You're incredible. And if no one else today has told you they believe in you, I do. Only a certain kind of person listens to a podcast like this. The best one. Go get him.